right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Thursday edition of the program. And doing it live at the East Cleveland Block Party, the East Bank of the Flats. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. Um, just behind the curtain a little bit as we were getting ready to start the show, um, I said, I can't really hear Z. And you said, well, I can't hear Me neither. And I still can't, Same. quite frankly. So that's not a, it's never a good thing when you can't hear talent, especially when it's <laughs> the great a great big At least um, we have a big P on the case, though. Give so A's right here. So I, I said to Danny, I said, well, how long is the is the, the music you, you guys are maxed. What are we into this now on the music? Have you bed? ever worked with this machine No, he's never no, seen it We literally learned it two minutes before the show. Whoa, oh, fish. 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 To, he's coming to Don't the rest of the Easy, easy. All right, easy. I think maybe did old act. We're good. Did, We're he safe. Take, did he take our knees out from under us before we even started? 
You feel like it's possible. I feel like I, I can possible. hear myself now. Yeah. Maybe Aaron did. Do you think I, I can hear or him now? Or was he at the dunk take? Is he impossible for him Denver, to be illegal? He's wearing a Denver Broncos Super Bowl championship T-shirt. Look, he knows who his audience is. The Denver Broncos? Yes. Sure. There is there, people. There are a lot of them here. There is there, there is people. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, so anyway, so then Gibby goes, oh, yeah, we'll just go. We'll just go. I'll just go. Just so do now it. Now we're just we'll going. Figure it out. We're outside. Yeah. It is nice what to be outside. Wrong? What a day for this, huh? Gorgeous. Perfect. Perfect A little weather. bit of a breeze. Not too hot. What is it? It feels like we could get to 80, 80 today at some yep. point. It's perfect. Bit not of a sea hot. breeze. And it's beautiful down here. The East Bank of the Flats are beautiful, so you can come on out. You can enjoy it, have a lot of fun. There's a bunch of food trucks set up. There's could use a all runner. kinds of restaurants. There's the dunk tank that I see over there. Gibbage, I think, after the way this show started, maybe Gibbage takes a turn in the dunk tank. I don't think that's Yes, of course. As penance. By the way, for those of you who had Gibby asking for free alcohol in the first five minutes of the show, you win. Congratulations, right. kids. You've won. You get the show. Absolutely. Uh, how you doing? Everything good in your world? Everything good here? Everything is good. Yeah, had a fun day uh, uh, smacking the ball around yesterday after we got off the air. So that was always great. It was beautiful weather. And so uh, enjoyed did, that. Did, and then did the kid sandbag it for you? No, kid. No, the kid was not present, not sandbagging. Wow. So that was good. Avoided, you know, avoided another good round and a loss. Actually had a good round and a win, which is fun oh. when you're not handing out 100 strokes to people. It actually turns out to be kind of equitable that way. And so. That was a lot of fun. But, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great to be down here and, and see everybody. I was actually down here uh, right in this area on Friday for the show, which was oh, that's right. the Odeon. Oh, that's right. With your people. And then, so Where's the Odeon from here? So the Odeon would Where be if, if we walked kind of around this little semicircle and then straight down that street. It's on the left, right across from Collision Bend. Okay. I Brewery. got you. I yeah. got you. Oh, is this where uh, Joe Thomas had the video of the, the tanker thing that was making the turns? Was he sitting yeah, there? Yeah, so he was, he was probably sitting in Alley Cats right there looking out, and so that's and all. From yeah, here. And they're from Or they come, actually, they come the other way. They come from up the river somehow and out into the lake. I, I have seen a boat take out the dock at Shooters. Oh, yeah. You could see a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff down here. It's beautiful, but look, people are out here docking their boats. Two guys just passed us on jet skis. Nobody's ever had a bad time on a jet ski. <laughs> Never. Yeah. By the way, so Friday night when I was here, that was the night. Have you seen the barstool clips or that are going around of when the flats were on fire Friday night and, like, yeah. liquid flame was going across the ground everywhere? That right. was that night. Right. And it, so I was looking for explanation Same. of that because it was an opportunity, of course, you know, Cleveland's on fire, all that type of nonsense. So I was, I was curious what the explanation was. Did you ever find one? Well, it was on Twitter, so it must be true. Okay. So what Twitter – the thinking from Twitter was that someone had thrown a cigarette in fresh mulch. And then that, the gas from that created the wind. The wind, and then the wind was, the but it looked like it yes. honestly looked like liquid fire was moving across the sidewalks. And then yeah. there was so much smoke that one of the wrestlers actually ran into the smoke and then emerged from the smoke, kind of a la Terminator. A little bit of that, yeah. I did see that. I did notice that. Yeah. 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 You, you did not want to see that, actually. It was it was more than you needed to see. More than it, more than was needed. You came yeah. back like Robert Patrick. <laughs> guy was terrifying wasn't he oh my goodness that yeah. guy could you see him in anything else other than that going no, forward i think it kind of that. ruined his career and he was stuck playing villains for forever yeah that's it you, there's nothing else you he was big in wwe movies as a matter of fact as a villain he had a couple turns what's it del- like like the hogan movies no like, like the ones that they made like wwe made movies yeah the miz was the star of the marine like eight of them in a row oh that's right yeah, the WWE films that's come right. on what was the christmas movie he was in was that's that right. a WWE christmas movie? bounty of course miz was this was in a Christmas movie. <laughs> Two of them, actually, in Santa's Little Helper as well. By the way, his dad's supposed to be down here tonight. I saw Harry from Harry's Steakhouse, but 
He said George was supposed to come, but he's he's off playing cards somewhere. Shocker. All right, what is going to be what is going to be the most obscure Browns uniform we see down here? Most obscure jersey that we see down here today? Peyton Hillis, Peyton Hillis would be incredible. I think that's in play, though. I'm going. You, you seen said, it already? No, you're saying, not yet. You're okay. saying obscure. I'm saying obscure. Like, wait, what? How I mean, is that still around? Like, I see a I see a Watson. I see sure. a, a Mayfield. Uh, I see a Miles. Um, I see. I some. saw Denzel earlier. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a Joe Hayden. Oh. Oh, may we? So I, I obviously saw that. Sure. And so I, You're not hard of seeing? Hard of seeing. And I recall the conversation that I had with Joe Hayden on Monday night in Pittsburgh. Yes. Yep. When he had said to me that, boy, it would be a real treat to finish his career here in Cleveland, which is he, he did say that to me. And so... You know, of course, I had to I had to reach out to him, and I got what I would consider to be coyness. Oh, so I don't know if that means yes, no. If he was just doing it to see if what people would you know say, get a rise out of people, maybe he's trying to drum up interest. But he did not say that it was necessarily imminent. But I do know that it is something he certainly would be amenable to, and something that he would be open to. Now the 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 question would be. You know, where would he fit in our cornerback room? Joe Hayden, at this point, I think is still very much a starting corner. Yeah. He is not necessarily a slot corner. In fact, well, he's a, he is an outside corner. So where would he fit in on our defense that's got Denzel and Greg and Greedy? And we just drafted MJ Emerson, who's more of an outside guy. We've got A.J. Green, who's an outside guy. You know, if you had, if Joe was a, a veteran slot corner, like a Kwan Williams per se, I could see how that would make a lot of sense. But in this case, I don't know that it would make sense, but I tell you what, I would be one of the happiest people around if he had made his way back here to the Cleveland Browns because I love Joe Hayden. I know he loves this city. I know the fans love Joe Hayden, so why not? Do you remember when we uh, when we changed the uniforms? Do you remember that? Were no. you, did you have anything We're, to do with no. that? You remember when we, yeah, we had a classic <laughs> uniform and then we went to one that was maybe less so with Cleveland on the front and the name down. Do you have any experience with that? Give all? A, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm asked, there's MC'd a point to the question. I just was curious. Were you actually, do you involved, remember that at Was all? I involved? Were you involved? No, Gibbe was the MC of that uniform reveal. Oh, you MC'd that. Yeah, oh, he's the one that they pulled the fast one on the and prank. said, yeah, they sad. pulled the prank because yeah, they wanted a new reaction. That's great. A genuine reaction. That's great. Well, thank goodness they're back now. Quite familiar with it. So you're familiar with it. So I was doing uh, a guest spot with uh, Gibby. Do you know a Dan Dockich? Does that name mean anything to you? (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Do I? Where where do you want to start? Yeah, because you you did his coach's show, right, at one point at Bowling Green University, and you are BGSU Gibbs. So uh, I was doing the I, I did a, was doing a guest hit on the Dan Dockett show, and he said he goes he, we were, it was about Buckeye stuff, and he said well what at the end he goes, hey man what do you make you might have asked you something about the Browns I said well, of course not, and he said well what do you make of this notion that Joe Hayden has the number one selling jersey in the NFL? Yep, and I said well it makes perfect sense to me, and he goes you know in Dan's way I don't understand, and I said I go well Dan that's the best fan base in the league. And they have new uniforms, and he's the best player. So who else are you going to get? He well, was the obvious got, one to get. You could have got the Joe. Hoff, That was right. it. But he, corner, I mean, offensive line it's tough though. at tackle. We love the Hoff. He's the Hoff, but it's tougher at tackle. And, and Joe Hayden And Joe was, was so ensconced in the, in the city. city. Ever courtside yes. of the Cavs games. And that was, you know, obviously there were a lot of big Cavs game going on in that era that Joe Hayden was around. So, yeah, he was very visible, very much a part of the city. And I think everybody who's here walking around at the, at the block party would – be thrilled to have Joe Hayden back here. 
in Cleveland. I know I would be. Yeah, I, I know awesome. you would be. Gibbe would be. It would be. Uh, it would be tremendous. And I think, you know, those are the kind of guys. And that's the thing. We've had so many good guys come through in our time here with the Browns. And uh, other than the 2020 season, so a guy like Joe Hayden and Joe Thomas, both of the Joes, didn't get to experience the winning here right. that you would have liked. Now Joe's had some success, obviously, in Pittsburgh, but I don't think they've had playoff success since he's been there yeah one around maybe but nothing maybe. much more than that i don't know that they ever went to like an afc championship game no or any, i don't think any of that not. happened definitely not no so it would be it would be how cool would it be to come full circle for a guy like joe hayden to be able to come back to the browns yeah come back to this city at a time when this team has an opportunity to really do something special and he can he can reap the rewards in fact i was pitching the hop earlier this morning uh we were texting i was pitching him on a one-year return because he was talking about he had quote tweeted an offensive, an old offensive lineman who said, you know, they train you in the NFL as an offensive lineman to eat all the time, put on all this muscle and yeah. mass so that you're an immovable object, and then you retire, and it's just like you're supposed to figure out how to lose 100 pounds on your own and get it together. And so the hop said, yes, it's an absolute commitment to do this, blah, blah, blah. Now what he said was, I wish I had known that this is the, the timeline, how it went. I wish I could have reversed it so that I was in – this unbelievable shape in my playing days, yeah. and then after my playing days, I could just eat for enjoyment late night, do whatever I wanted, eat for fun, because I, he didn't cherish it at the time. So I said, why don't you just come back for one year? Think of all the things you'd have to He's eat. He's committed to a game. Right, think of all the things that he'd have to eat to get back to his playing weight, to oh play God. one for one year or one game. I said, you'd have the time of your life eating your way up. You've proven you can get back down and become like an Adonis like The Rock. Yeah. So just go live for a little bit. And it, it feels like as well, you know, the Hoffs at home, four young kids. And based on some of his tweeting, <laughs> feels like they're feels on, like his, they're on, on his nerves. Him, they're on him a little bit. He yeah. needs to get out of the house, I yeah. think, a little bit. Right. So yeah. That's what I said. So it feels like yeah. a win-win. If anyone could do it, he's the one. Oh, no doubt. If anyone could do it, he's the one. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely so. By the way, I do think like a thin Hoff could have, would have made the league in another position. He's that good of an athlete. He would have made it at another position. I agree with you, but as, as he would tell you about his running style, slow is fast. And so I, I don't know that he would actually be able to separate really much as a tight end. Now, then again, Jason Witten, who I, I think Gibbe could beat in a foot race, might yeah. end up in the Hall of Fame. He would be a savvy route runner, the Hoffman. Oh, he'd be so savvy. I mean, he'd study yeah. everything. He'd, know, he'd have he'd all know, the answers oh to God. the test. Yes, for sure. Josina Anderson, been quite active on the Twitter. In the last couple of days. Yeah. So this one uh, from yesterday, uh, the Seahawks now, or is it this morning? I lose track. She's had a lot of them. Uh, the Seahawks now with a high trade interest on Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. Um, and so, give me, I, you can't run Bergen to me when we're on the on location. <laughs> yeah, I think he can. That's with all, great. With all your, His with commentary. All your little commentary and the rundown. You can't, do, you can't do that to me when we're on location. Yes, There's I enough can. going on. It's a bad job. No. Uh, it's, you're trying to all. submarine me for my future replacement. Um, but she, so she's done this again. <laughs> you never know. So you never know. It's all in today. Could be your last. Could time. be. Yeah. Uh, open up my afternoon. So you were. We were talking about um, uh, with with Baker and the Seahawks. So the uh, the notion being that they got one mini camp with Drew Locke and we're like, yeah, it's as bad as we thought, and and we need to do something else. Which flies in in contrary to the notion that they are content to be not great in a division that I feel like it would be very difficult for them to be great in and thus they would pursue C.J. Stroud, which you and I have talked about. I will say this. I talked to somebody who I would imagine in our organization would know. Yep. And they said that that report was news to them, but they certainly would welcome the Seahawks <laughs> reaching out and, and trying to do a little business. Yeah. 
Why wouldn't the Seahawks reach out? Well, I'll tell you they why. They want C.J. Stroud. I'm going to tell you why. Oh. There, there's three teams in the NFL, to me, that are very clearly saying, we we'll want to get to next, next year. year's draft. And it's it's them, Atlanta, and, the and Houston. Falcons. Those three teams, to me, are three teams that are going to be vying to go 3-14, and 2-15, and 15, make sure that you pick first or second in what looks to be a two-quarterback draft. Uh, yes. With Stroud and Young, and so and both the, those guys will go one two. I think most people feel like that now. Lots can change, it happens, but right now it does feel like those two guys are going one two. Yeah, and and so t- if you're the Seattle Seahawks, do you want to race to the middle? Because racing to the middle, you're never going to get all the way. You're going to be in the middle. You'll be stuck in the middle. So to me, that's where they would be if they if they did that. So that you know, you got a chance to get. If they believe C.J. Stroud's a generational player, be really bad in a really great division and set yourself up. And they got the equity. Sure. has been there a long time. Carroll's been there a long time. They're beloved. The organization's very sturdy. They're good everywhere else. It'd be the opposite of, for example, what's happened, you know, in Chicago with Justin Fields where he was put in an impossible situation and they're not doing anything to give him a chance to succeed. This would be the opposite of that. You put a rookie quarterback in Seattle – if he's good, they get a chance to be special pretty quick. Well, because you think that the Rams are – it's going to be difficult, yeah. a difficult maintenance. The Niners, look, if Trey Lance is what all of a sudden everybody's saying he is out there, they are going to be very good for a while. Arizona looks like they're going to resolve things with, with Kyler, but they haven't been able to turn talent into wins and, and do have some older pieces on their team. So, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense for Seattle to kind of punt on one year. Now, if they decide they want to be competitive and they think he can be the guy, because that's the interesting part of that is not only are they interested in getting him but extending him, which would mean – that they think he can be their guy for the foreseeable future, that's an interesting component to it. And, and Josina, by the way, that's not all that she's tweeted out recently. Did you see today's? Just And this, I think, was 30 minutes ago. 30 minutes ago. No, give it to me. I was driving down here. On the air. I'm told there have been recent attempts by the NFL, the NFLPA, and Deshaun Watson's advisors to negotiate a disciplined settlement. However, talks involving a potential number of games missed, quote, fell apart, end quote, not being on the same page as of now process moves forward per league sources. And this is something. Seems like she's listening to the show. It feels like she is listening to the show. This is something that we talked about last week when you saw kind of the reports coming out that the league was saying we wanted a year. The NFLPA is saying no, no games. And if you do come after him, we're going to appeal and we're going after the owners. Yep. And that, no, but that's not in the best interest of anybody. And so that it felt like perhaps a negotiation was happening in public that was going to be also happening in private. That's right. Now, if those things have fallen apart, that could just show that, you know, maybe that is part negotiation as well as we know things that are said in public are often said like this for a reason. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it ultimately ends up. But that is – it does feel – like Joe Cena right now is kind of cornering the news market on everything as it relates to things involving us. It sure does. <laughs> she was here last week. That's right. Yeah. So, that, I mean, it, it does feel like uh, there's, there's quite a bit of info coming out of uh, Right. Of and her. you wonder where if, if in, in this scenario, right, that this report comes out, is this report coming out from because the league is saying that the league wants that out? And right. they're saying they're we want to do more than they're willing to do. Obviously, that's we know that's going to be the yeah, issue. Yeah, that'll be it. They the want league to do will want something, and the NFLPA and us and want Deshaun would want something else. Something else. Or is that from Deshaun's? Ultimately, I guess it really doesn't matter. Mm-mm. But will this negotiation tactic work, and will they be able to get a resolution? Everybody, I think, wants a speedy resolution. As we look around, you see lots of guys 
You know, we see uh, Watson jerseys while we're here right now, and I think that's the biggest linchpin, obviously, for this season and for a team that's got a Miles Garrett in, their pri in his prime. You've got Clowney back for this season. Denzel's in his prime. Chubb's in his prime. Amari Cooper's in his prime. You know, our offensive line, Batonio and Teller, those guys, Conklin, those guys are all in their prime. So you want to be at full strength while you have another year with those guys in their prime, and, and I think Deshaun Watson is a huge part of it, and, and this will be interesting to see, ultimately, I would say, how this plays out, but that is, you know, you would hope that the kind of these things that we had alluded to in, in the behind-the-scenes world that might be happening, that it would, in fact, they would be able to come to a resolution because I think it ultimately is in the best interest of everybody and the league to do so. It's a, it's a, it's a, like I said earlier in the week, it's a tough needle to thread, though, because there are a lot of factors to it beyond. Of this isn't just a Deshaun situation it's it's there's so many layers to it I mean you had Goodell in front of Congress yesterday and that was a part of of the kind of the the tentacles of this right yep. so there, there's just a lot of layers to it and it's very complicated and I wouldn't think anything's imminent uh, I, not in terms of next few days it doesn't feel like it, it feels like uh and the good news is for for all involved there's some time on this you know you've got a couple of weeks here this doesn't have to be something that's done this week I mean it can be done and you, you really want you want you need something concrete by camp Absolutely. And that's July 30th. So yep. you've got time to land the plane on this one. Michael McCann, uh, sports lawyer, has, and that's kind of that's his Twitter handle, at McCann Sports Law, says, negotiate settlement on Deshaun Watson's suspension would bring closure for him and the NFL. There would be no appeal and no lawsuit thereafter, but the two sides might be far apart on a number. He's, he's quote-tweeting Josina's tweet there. Says the NFL has leverage under the disciplinary policy. Goodell or someone he picks hears the appeal, but also notes that the NFL does not want to deal with what would come from the fact that there could be a lawsuit from the NFLPA casting light yes. onto some of the owners there. And Joe Cena responded to him saying, not to mention folks should understand the conversations happen all the time behind the scenes, not just for Watson. In his case, the goal remains to get the league process wrapped up so there's an understanding going into training camps at this time. There you go. Uh, we, we should uh, – we, we need to mention this out of the gates too because a sad day in the NFL. Tony Saragusa passing last Man. night, 55 years of age. Uh, obviously played for a rival but was just beloved in, in all circles. I'd be candid with you. I'd lost track of him. Um, so he, he had done the NFL stuff on, the, on that Fox crew for a while and was fun down on the field. Yeah. He would stand right the underneath goose. the goalpost, the goose would. Uh, didn't he show up in a, in a Sopranos episode? I'm pretty sure he did. It feels right. Feels on brand, and I'm pretty sure he showed up in a Sopranos episode. But um, at just 55, man. And it's funny. I would have thought that he was definitely older than that. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, you know, at 55, it, it's tragic, and there's just been. It feels like a lot going on lately. Jalen yeah. Ferguson and, and both from just yeah. awful from the Baltimore Ravens family as well. Um, and he was a third round pick, what, just three years ago. Uh, yeah, just sad. And Saragusa was a guy that, right, he was – it felt like he was kind of a part of Americana for a while in, in the he NFL was. broadcast. And I remember the hard knocks when – and Shannon Sharp would be like, come on, Goose. Yeah. I was calling him Goose all the time. So, yeah, very sad to see uh, – to hear that. And I heard that yesterday, actually. As you mentioned, it was late yesterday. When yeah. I, I got, kind of got the word about that. Uh, real sad. Real sad. It was. Yeah, he, he kind of a triumphant of that. The chant, you know, they were uh, not try. There be four of them. It was Ed, but really from a from a leadership 
outward leadership standpoint, it was him, it was Ray, and it was Shannon Sharp. Those are the three guys who were the kind of the yeah. vocal vocal faces of that oh, organization yeah. for sure. So, uh, and 55 just way, way, way too soon. Lots of fun on the program today. Oh, my God, an all-time quarterback tier list, pure joy. It is the summer, after all. We'll have some fun with that. Come on. No, it's going to be pure joy. Look, I'm serious. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited about it. Uh, we are broadcasting live at the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Yes, Mr. Two o'clock, Marcos Santos Silva will Beautiful. join us. <laughs> Texas Tech. Well, Cleveland Browns. Hardwood to the Cleveland Browns. That's right. It's amazing. Oh, NBA drafts tonight. Yeah. yeah. NBA drafts. We've tonight. got so that, that's too. Fun. So we have that got in the program Bill as Bender well. Stuff. I printed it all out for you. Well, you look Thanks forward to it. It's going to be very, very fun. Rough and go. running here. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Your business operation collects all the data you need, but you're having a hard time bringing it together and seeing the full picture. Well, we hear from my great friends at EOX Vantage, and they can help. They're data scientists, also business ops experts. Your EOX Vantage team will help you build an automated system that brings your data services together in real time, turns them into eye-opening dashboards. You can make smart, time-sensitive decisions if you're staring at spreadsheets that provide insight you needed to know last month, EOX Vantage can help. They know exactly where your people stand on activities and deliverables. They gauge your financial performance easily, accurately track progress, and your ROI. Check out how companies are making their business intelligence smarter by visiting eoxvantage.com for more. And as you just heard, we are broadcasting live at the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Easy, Papers breezy, easy. Give That's a, why I give stapled a, it all together a. for you. Give you a, a, a little, a little taste of some of the some of the fun down here. Uh, I would totally take tank. the rest of the day off. Like there should be. How's no that different than on. every other day for you? Right. Well played. <laughs> I mean, you two, guys, two are the one that, you guys are the ones that left at three oh five yesterday. Uh, I mean, how many jobs do I need to take here, Gibby? How yeah. many jobs do I need to have? Well, I, I'll get you some more. My presence was demanded by. Important you had places to be. Yeah. You actually, yes. Big L luminaries. Like, what do you want him <laughs> yeah, to what do? What do you want me to do? I say forgot. no to luminaries? I totally forgot that that was happening. That's right. I when don't you, say no to luminaries. I didn't, I didn't put it all together. Yeah, you got to get going when you got luminaries with beck and call. You got to go, right. man. Uh, right. So, Emmett will be in the dunk tank at 2 o'clock. So, that's happening. I'm excited uh, that we can 2 30 is old deck. And then Pumpkinhead's down here at 3 Fontana, 3 30. Um, I saw Fontana earlier. Sam's doing it at 5.30? Sam's going in the dunk tank? Pines? Yeah. Pines? Oh, wow. I SP yes. is going in. Unbelievable play out of him. And, oh. then, and then Aaron going to close it out strong I think six. I might stick around then. Pines used to make me do like 50 remotes when I was promotions <laughs> director in a month. Not now. Yep. Payback, uh, my friend, today. Uh, this is all presented by MGM Northfield <laughs> Park. Uh, all sorts of great, uh, great partners on this. And, of course, all the proceeds from the event will benefit Muttley Crew Rescue, a volunteer foster rescue group baked here in Cleveland. They have the gorgeous little pups right down there. There's yeah. a 72% chance I leave with one. I'm trying to think of That's like better what than that 50. Would, yeah, I'm trying. I, there, I got my eye on There's a little one down there, a little – Got a nice little brown hue to him. I like him a lot. Is he a brown spotted? He might be a brown spotted. Yeah. yeah that could be the breed. <laughs> By the way, did you see the Bloodhound won the Westminster? I did Like not. best in show? Really? Yeah, like a best in show dog won Westminster yesterday. Wow. Yeah, gorgeous Bloodhound. I bet. 
Absolutely fantastic. Um, this fine gentleman here in the front has got a shirt from your home state on right here. There big, it is. Big Sky Country. Big Sky Country yeah. on the Ponderosa. That's right. That's the way that that goes right there. That's good, too. I like that. I like that the one. NBA Jam. Right there with Mobley Garland. What they're trying – I'm, I'm sure I'm skipping ahead in the rundown, but it's fine. Um, you you want to get the third guy. That's what you want to get. You need, you need three – I think if you saw from, from the Celtics, they're a guy away. You got to get one you more guy. You need that third man. And then, you, then, it, then we're being built the right way. I mean, they got all sorts of depth, all sorts of talent, but you need one more dude who yeah. can kind of get his own. It, it, people That's have been debating, at. like, do you want to trade the pick? Do you want? How about we make the pick? Or let's let's I, make a I, pick look, here. Trade the pick for a dude. Well, if you can do that, trade the pick can, for a dude. But if not, which package it, it, it maybe appears probably unlikely. Yeah. Take the take a dude. I like the. Let's I, go. I do like Malachi. Malachi Branham, saw him a lot at Ohio State. He came on the last month and a half, 6'7 kid, um, really good intermediate game. He's got a great pull-up game. He shoots the three at a really high percentage. He just doesn't shoot enough of them. But he's got a great body, great head on his shoulders. I'd, I'd love for him to go there at 14 if he's if he's still on the board. Yes. Sounds like him or the kid for Kansas, Abaji. So those are the two that you hear. Hold on, Ochai hold on. Ochai So Cleve T.A. Okay. Who is, you know, as we know, plugged in. Plugged in. Knows a in. lot of things. Yep. Cleve T.A. earlier today, at two hours ago, says, I think Cavs fans should get to know Jalen Williams as quick as possible, and I'll leave it there. How many thing, How many front offices can he be plugged into? It feels like all in all sports. Yeah, that's a but lot. But so that's, he has that there, which is, which is interesting. And then Woj. This is right before we went on the air. Cleveland is acquiring Sacramento's pick at 49 in tonight's NBA draft for the rights to Sasha Vizenkov. Vizenkov, 26, was a first-team all-Euroleague forward. He was the 57th pick in the 2017 draft. Great. Yep. Might as well be me that they acquired. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Gibby's got a few left in him. <laughs> By the way, I, I hope that even, Here's the 49th pick. I don't know what that's going to look like. The Cavs are so deep, it's actually hard to make that roster. By the way, I like that if they if they do take this, Jalen Williams will get a great self-retweet from T.A. where he'll quote-tweet himself. Quote-tweet himself. Yeah, Told you. That would be good. He's the king of it. He's uh, the king of the self-retweet. Uh, Mo Pedman tries to do that from time to time. <laughs> but nobody doesn't like the king. Give it. You, so you in this show prep that you've given us, I, I have like – I'm trying to – I don't. I so can't make sense of what you got going here. It's in order. So you've got – it's like 60 pages long. Yep, page – Like, okay. look at this, what he's giving So right us. after Have the rundown. Have you looked rundown. at this? This is, a run, this is a prep show prep. It's a column. What are we doing here? What, are, what am I missing? What do I do? What do I do? Page That's four. his line. Page four right here where it says the youngsters. This is the CBS Sports Rank. Oh, this is the ranking of the backups? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's ranking the next the, page? Where's our guy on it? Well, we have three pages here. And oh, it's, you, in, it's inverted. In. Yes. It's inverted. All right. So they have Brissett 8 on this it's list. It's a countdown. Yeah, but then all of a sudden you have this at 1. Like, what's this about? The third page has Garoppolo, Baker, and Bridgewater and Foles. Yeah, that's his countdown of backup quarterbacks. He yeah, can, but this starts at 1 with Huntley. So you have two ones. You have, he ranks the youngsters from 6 to 1. And then he says the best of the vets if you look up top on page 2. Give it. I, it's all right. I if you're going to put, put this let's be real clear. Right if you're going to put this together, and this is the best of the vets, one had to go before. The, this should be the second page. This is how it came. In Get the off your order. phone for a second and listen to me. Look He's what he did here. He's not paying attention. He's already Look mailed at this. it in today. I know he is. He's Look like, at this. What, what can I, I can golf? tell when where, we don't have to golf. So this is this is the rundown we were given. Yeah, today. I saw that. All right. I went to the article. 
Okay, look. Fo- no, focus. Thank you. This I'm is on the article. I'm not even interested in the article. I want okay. you to follow what was done here. So it this is no the sense. youngsters. I didn't get the one article. One through six. Yeah. All right. Then all it's of a sudden I get, I get I five through ten best of the veterans. Okay. But then here we have these guys. Which are the one through four of the This should be before that page. Of course. One comes before six. But he's doing a reverse countdown, the guy who authored the, the article. Gu- Thank you, Nathan. The guy. <laughs> Thank Nathan. you. I've never heard anybody than Pedro call him Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah. Good job, Nate. No, Whoa. Nathan. <laughs> um, that's, it's a guy. It's a very – it's a, it's Cody Benjamin. Should, strange presentation. There's a lot going on here yeah. on this list. By the way. Yeah. Oh, no. It's just – and you look at this list, and I find it to be almost hard to believe. I, I, Jimmy Garoppolo definitely is one. Baker is, is okay. would definitely let's, let's be two. Let's hold on a second here. The, the, this, this is – there are two conversations that need to be had when you do something like this. Go ahead. Actual backup quarterbacks. Okay. okay. Agreed. So Jacoby Brissett is an actual backup quarterback. So is Teddy Bridgewater. Is, yes. So he is, is Nick Foles. He's an example of that. We had one in Case Keenum. This is an actual backup yes. quarterback who is signed with the understanding that he is there to support and back up the starter. Correct. That's the job. Garoppolo the is a starter. The second tier yep. of this, the second category, if you will, is this one. Rookies waiting to become starters. Yes. And that's what this is. That's what Matt Corral is. That's what Deadman Ritter is. That's a Jordan Love, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. Huntley's not that, but the other guys are all that. Huntley should be in the other Huntley list. Huntley's in, in the wrong one. He's he should be in the list. other list. And then the other one is. Yeah, do you vet these things out before you the last assign them one, to us? Of course he doesn't vet them. The last thing on here are, I mean, the only one of these guys who are true kind veteran of. backups are Bridgewater and Foles. Baker and Jimmy are waiting to be traded. Baker is not going to be the backup quarterback this in the Cleveland Browns. This becomes a conversation piece. That's why I gave it to you. <sighs> And Garoppolo is going to get traded. Garoppolo is going to get traded. Baker's and Baker's going to get traded. So that's the, that's it. So then it's, I mean, this is the the real conversation are the leftover guys. These are all like the real backups. Well, how, right? how they rank in Case Keenum ahead of our guy? I don't know. Ahead of Brissett, I like him. Yes, yeah. Case is good. Case is good. Eh. I mean, Heineke seems high. Gardner Minshew. Like, I don't know Dalton. I kind of like I kind of like Gardner Minshew. He's got Minchu. Foles like five spots ahead of Dalton. I tell you who needs Minshew is Seattle. They could hit, take Minshew out there. He might win too much, but he's a Washington. He played at Washington State. He's a Southern kid, but he played at Washington State. All right, Gibbe, guess the stats for you. Gardner Minshew, 27 career games. Give me his touchdowns and interceptions. Oh, my God. 27 career games, touchdowns and interceptions. Gardner Minshew. I'm going to say 14 touchdowns no. in, in 25 picks. <laughs> That's it. All right, just so the people I just are, spit it out. People have gathered you around. You would have done better once if you we just said, inverted. Once we did guess the stats, people gathered around. They wanted to see Gibbe <laughs> in his element. And the, the question, I once again, you, was I gave it to you. 27 career games, Gardner Minshew's touchdowns and interceptions. You said 14, 14 and 25. touchdowns and 25, and 25 interceptions. interceptions. Yeah. Okay, do you, do you want to? I like that. Well, well, I, I, would just just say, I feel good about What that. I would say is I'm that confident. he would have been better off inverted. Okay, so you're going to say 25 But I think it's even – I don't even think it's that bad. It's probably even better than that. I'll go 30 and 12. 42 touchdowns. For Minshew? 12 picks. Wow, I had the interceptions right, but 12 low on the touchdowns. 42, what? 42 12. to 12. Better than 3 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. Minshew, man. And you had him at 14 and 25. 
14 the and 25. Question, I felt like that. Do you think that the, the mustache and just the behavior makes people not take him seriously? Yes, yes. 100%. That's that's what what I, I feel like he's a better Fitzmagic, but Fitzmagic didn't become Fitzmagic until he'd been in the league over a decade. Like if you remember that. when he first like came out, hat. he was out of Harvard, yeah. clean-shaven with the Rams, running the Mike Martz offense. His first game, he came in through for 300 yards, three touchdowns in the second half in relief of Mark Bolger. Yeah. But he was never – a, a big personality guy until the very end. By the way, Riz throwing on the dunk take 0 for 2 right now from per- fairly close range, I might. 0 for 3. Come on, Tone. Come on, Riz. Pipe it down there, man. There, there it is. is. Fourth time's a charm. Well done, sir. Well done. Well done. Uncle Rizzy gets it done there. But he had a nice Gardner, stroke on that. Gardner Mitchell is a guy that we talked about a lot, and, and there have been people that had compared his style and his play to that of our former quarterback, if, Baker Mayfield. If he has those numbers, why can't he get a job? I'm telling you, it's he the mustache and the persona. I really think it is. I think people don't take him seriously. What's his you see how he dresses. You know, I'm when he comes out, people are like, we, are we really going to pay a guy to be a franchise quarterback who comes out in jean shorts and a mustache? You're it's damn just, right you should. I agree, but that they're not – I'm telling you, he's making a mistake. He's making a persona mistake. It's hurting his brand a little bit, man. Minshew mania. I like our guy. I think Jacoby, if, if called upon, is going to do great. Um, I, I heard a lot of um, Anthony Walker had high praise for him from uh, observing him in his time in Indy. Their boys, the when, course. He, when yeah. he came up to sign his contract, he flew with Anthony Walker Jr. They came together. I like the idea of anybody who can win a three-point contest being the backup quarterback. And what was he? Was he like 12 of 15? It was a pretty big number. Yeah, it was like 12 of 15. I mean, we I'm had, no mathematician, but that's uh, that's 80%, folks. We had heartbreak at the, the basketball camp this afternoon for my oh. 10-year-old. Uh, he's in the three-point contest finals. Um, finished one shot off. I said, well, how many did you make? And he said, nine. And I said, well, how many did you take? And he said, 15. And I said, you went nine of 15 at 10 years old and you've lost? On a real three-point I, shot? Yeah. I said, coach, hold your head high, bud. Yeah, that's outrageous. Don't worry about that. Some kid made 10. Tip your hat. Sometimes sometimes you get the bar and sometimes Why the bar gets you. Uh, is the three-point line different than in my understanding? How are 10 they years older than shooting 67% from three? They just shoot it all the time. It's Steph. Steph did this. Steph did it. It's so, all spacing and all these kids wanted – It's and to his. I mean, it's he's probably in that instant, in, in that regard, probably his impact on the game is as big as anybody's. For sure. So let me ask you this. Do you think if they did the same thing from 17 – that they would not shoot as high a percentage as they would from three. I wouldn't go 17, but I would go 15. 15, okay. Like, yeah. if you went – I, like I bet you 10 didn't win the free throw contest. I bet less won the free throw contest. The I think they probably contest. shoot as good or better from three than they do from 15. I bet better than from 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They that's, probably never even shoot that shot. They, they don't. They don't ever shoot it. No, they don't. They they want to come down and they they stop at the Young line. Z made a living from 15 on the Gardner baseline. Gardner Minshew's only made $3 million in his career. 42 touchdowns, 17 picks. I yeah, feel like you should – Is he on a roster agent. right he now? Is. Where is he? Philly. Yes, Philly. He's still in Philly. Backing, backing up, up Jalen Hurts. Would they be better with him than Hurts? Yes. Feels like it. I think so. Hurts gives them the running. Yes. Gives them the running ability. Like. And, and, you know, they Hurts is apparently a great leader and, and all of that. So they really like Jalen Hurts. And, and, look, if Jalen Hurts can't do it this year with Devontae Smith, with A.J. Brown, with uh, Dallas Goddard, it's not going to happen. So this is, I think, his test – this is his test to see if he can be that guy. Otherwise, they're going to have to make they're going to have to make some kind of a move. Yeah, real? No, that's real. Uh, uh-uh. unbelievable. 
All-time quarterback <laughs> lists coming up next. Broadcasting from the East Bank of the Flats at the ESPN Cleveland Brock Party. Presented by MGM Northfield Park. All proceeds benefit the Muttley Crew Rescue. Volunteer foster rescue group based right here in Cleveland. Come on down. Have a great time. Buy Gibby drinks. He would love them. He'd I mean, love I it. feel like you sitting right, right across, across from, from Rum Runners, runners is... Yeah, crush it. Absolutely crush oh, it. Oh, man. I could see him with an umbrella drink. He'd be no out time of his life. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Indeed, we are here on Cleveland Browns Daily and presented by MGM Northfield Park. All sorts of great partners on this. Lincoln Electric, True North, Physicians Ambulance, Pause, Play, Good Night, John Boy, Guaranteed Rate, Davey Resource Group. where the post group. party is tonight. Food sponsors include Jade Lago and Cocky's Bagels. Oh, Can we get I, a snack, Gibby? I love Cocky's Bagels. Can we get a snack? Big, Gibby? big fan. And Lago. Where's I mean, fish? You can't go wrong. Oh, no, you can't go wrong at all. Get a snack for the kids? Yeah, we'll work on it. Proceeds for the event will benefit Muttley Crew Rescue, a volunteer foster rescue-based group in Cleveland. This is why we need a Stevie week. Stevie would be out there getting Soon, us food. Soon, buddy. Well, Soon. We'll There's see. an offer going out tomorrow. An offer going Are you out excited? Stevie. Schedule, scale of 1 to 10. I'm there. I'm there. We're, just go dead. We're, we're ready. Fired up. We're Fired ready. Up. Can't wait to get Can't him. wait. Can't wait to get him in here. Can't wait to get him part of the I got to see what we got. All right. So, so um, you get the boots on the ground. Yeah. At Jordan Football with the all-time quarterback tier so, list. Who did this? Who's, who's I couldn't this? print this out because it wouldn't fit on the landscape. It wouldn't fit on the portrait. I did okay. email it to you all, but I have it here, and I can read it through. Okay. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Off the top of our head, play the tier game. Tier one. Okay. There's one guy. Already incorrect. Already wrong. That's not right. That's not right. He can be I the best quarterbacks? He can be at the top he doesn't, tier, but he's not like. It doesn't get to be something that isn't discussed. Right. Like, right. it's fine. We can all say, acknowledge greatness for sure. Most accomplished. Yes. Proved us. Did all that you can do. Right. But also, boy, you got to have a group in there with them. I don't know that it's – I don't think it's as straightforward as – no one could be in that group. Agreed. There are three people that should be in that group. Well, there's four in tier two. No, there's only three. Let's let's go back to tier so one. So your three, my your three, three in tier one include a Cleveland Brown. Okay. He's Otto, in tier. He's in tier three. Otto, Joe, Tom. I would have. And said, I would have Peyton right there. I would have had Johnny Unitas as the third. I don't know. I mean, did he have the game? Otto did. I don't know. Was he as, com- as I, accomplished? We've, I, the only one I've actually watched autogram tape with Alex Van Pelt, so I can say that I've at least watched his tape, and it was it's it true. was rather impressive. I have not watched any Johnny United's tape, but that's just basically what everybody is. That's what everybody has told me. <laughs> Why is he laughing at that? I haven't had this much fun. It was so great. It was so great that we were on about the last time. That we both caught that. I feel like I missed something um, really special. It was. It makes me sad. It was. Um, yeah. All right. So. You, I mean, we continue to do this show in Cleveland. The man's got a this, statue outside the, the building. In the future, can I get like a, a time? Like a, it, a clock. If I would have, it, it, it was like there. It was, it was like there a, and gone. It was gone. One o'clock. It was yeah. such a quick Two hitter. o'clock. Yeah. I didn't you had see to be anything. looking. You're okay. I mean, you had to be really safe. Safe. It was safe. Just lucky that we were. Um, safe. Sam. Um, all right. So, so I would I would have Joe 
Tom, Otto. You would have Joe, Tom, Johnny. Okay, next. So in their tier one is Brady alone. I, I don't like their that. Tier, I don't like that. Their tier two, there's four QBs. Okay. There's Joe. Yep. Okay. There's Peyton. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. No. And Drew Brees. <laughs> no. Hell What no. not even are close. they not even close. doing? No. See, this is conversation right. in the middle of the First of no, all, I, first of all, like Rodgers, I, I say no, but oh, Peyton, you could put Peyton in that list at the top. If yes, you, if you, you said it was Brady, Montana, Peyton, like I don't think anybody have a problem with But that next group, John Elway's got to be in that next group. Yes. N- over Drew Brees. Dan Marino should be in there over Drew Brees, even though he never won a Super Bowl. Dan then Marino got, threw for 5,000 yards in anywhere near my tears. Then you got Johnny Unitas. You got Otto Graham. Where are they at? He had Otto in tier that group, three. Right? Where's Johnny Unitas? Tier three is Horseface. Elway. Otto Graham. Better than Drew Brees. Better Dan than Drew Marino. Brees. Better than Drew Brees. Johnny Unitas. Better than Drew Brees. Brett Favre. And Steve Young. Someone I, brought this to our attention. Someone tweeted this to me look, earlier today, and I'm like, I'm using it. It's I don't know. I think this is – it's discussion for the sake of discussion. It is. I, I, it's hard for me to sit here. I mean, like, we're quibbling with all-time greats. Sure. Um, and there's a big group of guys. Like, you, like what's the difference between Rodgers? Like, to me, Rodgers is better than Favre. Agreed. Right? Yes. And I think he's better than Breeze. Yes. Um, Breeze, to me, feel, and I, this, it's not, it seems a little bit like an accumulator. And that, I don't want to. But I think and, that's. And I don't want to cheapen it because he's absurdly accurate. But like. But he was a guy who had to play in a dome or outdoors in good, good luck, weather. Good luck, Godspeed. He could not good play. Luck, he could not play in cold weather or Just outdoors in throw, inclement environments. He couldn't do it. He was very limited in where he was able to have success. So, he's not one of the all-time greats. Has he done some of the all-time great things? Yes, all-time great seasons, all-time great completion percentages, yeah. all of that. Yes, yes, he has. But, no, he, he's not up there. And, look, at the end of the day, if you said you're playing the all-time game, yeah. okay, and you could have four quarterbacks in it, there's no doubt in my mind, none, that Tom Brady, Joe Montana, and Peyton Manning would be in that game. Now, who the fourth guy is is probably up for debate, and it could be Otto Graham. It could be Johnny Unitas. Yeah. You could say – you know, could it could Elway. be John could Elway. Be, yeah, sure. It could be in a decade. It could be Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Right? But those three, as of right now, are unimpeachable to be invited to play in that game at the most important position They're in the world. It. Yeah. And everybody else is, is be beneath them. No problem with that. How did they deal with uh, Mahomes? So, t- tier four is Bart Starr, <laughs> Troy Aikman. That's way too awful. He should not even be on the list no. in any tier. No. Big Ben. No. Staubach, Fran Tarkington, Eli Manning, and Russell Wilson. Okay. I want to know who's behind that list. Who's five? Tier five, (laughs) Phillip Rivers, Mahomes. Pretty sure he has Matt Ryan on this list. He does. He has has Pat Mahomes below Troy Aikman? Yeah. Yeah. Dan Fouts, Warren Moon, Bradshaw, Warner, Sammy Baugh, and Jim Kelly. Yeah. So, Warner – Warner at his best would have been better than half the guys you had in that totally. team. Correct. I think Warner at his best might be better than Drew Brees. For sure. I don't have a problem with that well, statement either. The tier six is just it, – it gets – this is the last one. Matt Ryan, no. Len Dawson, huh. Joe Namath, huh. Drew Bledsoe, Donovan McNabb, <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. Kenny Stabler, 
Matt Stafford, the snake, Norm Van Brocklin. So Johnny Unitas was Plunkett not on his and list. Sid Luckman. Who was Johnny Unitas not on John his list at all? Yeah, he was in tier three. Tier, tier three. three. That's a joke. and where was Otto? Tier three. Tier three. This is, a, this is someone who doesn't know NFL it's history. It's a bad list. Bad list. It's, it's a bad job list. out of him. You hate to see it. I, don't, do. I, don't, I really hate to see those types of What bothers me right now is, quite frankly, in, the, in the, the light of Rob Gronkowski's second retirement, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was do that for the greatest tight ends of all time. <laughs> did you see what Russo did, Mad Dog? No. What did he say? They've had him list best tight end to quarterbacks. You know how everything he does is like from the 70s, but you were yeah. in the 70s and it sucked. So, so Kellen Winslow or yes. Ozzie? Fouts and Winslow were, one t- were the number one quarterback tight end combination in the history of the NFL. He had Brady Gronk five. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse awesome. me? He had Brady awesome. Gronk five? five. Yeah. Where did he have Mahomes Kelsey? Uh, not on. No. Where did he in have fact, him? the only contemporary was Brady Mahomes, or was uh, Brady Gronk. That was the only contemporary. Everybody Who else, else did he have on school. it? Like Unitas and John Mackey and um, I want to say Oz and some. I feel like Oz was on there. Brian Sype. There's one more. They were all old, though. All really old. Yeah. It was, but, it, but it's perfect because it creates Stephen A. goes nuts, and then they, everybody wins. So who? Ten grand many, an episode. Let me ask you this. And this is just uh, for my own for curiosity. For the kids, yeah. For the, well, not for the kids, obviously. How many people who would get Russo's references or be like, yeah, what happened in the 70s is better. What happened in the 60s is watching first take. Like, well, no. What's the demo of over of sixty-year-olds watching what first they, take? What they want, what Stephen A. wants, is to respond dramatically to something, and that's what he gets to so do. So he said, "Bring me somebody. Bring me somebody who will say things, things that, with conviction that are nonsensical that yeah. I can go at." And that's oh my what they goodness. do. I just saw it. Yep. I just saw it. That's right. Oh. Holy moly! You Again, said I won't get wet. That's what I said. Well, always positive. Jay's always dry. Jay, right now, as long as Goldhammer's throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, our new tight end, Marco Santos Silva, joining us from Texas Tech to the Cleveland Browns. It's coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or an employee, it'll be part of the family. Visit rumkey.com to learn more on that. As we head out on the hotline for a visit with our new tight end, Marco Santos Silvia. Marcus Santos Silvia, rather, joining us on the hotline. Boy, this is a remarkable thing, this story. <laughs> it really is. Uh, when, when you think in terms of, of what Sorry, yeah, Silva. Sorry, thank you. Yeah, Mark, let, let's just go. Let's start with this. For for the folks who aren't aware, you you are a guy who aspired to be a professional basketball player and played it at a very high level in the Big Twelve at Texas, Texas Tech. How do you end up in with the Cleveland Browns playing football? Um, so what happened was like, yeah, um, I used to play football when I was seven until I was in high school. And the next you know, uh, my freshman year, I, I started to love basketball more. And I started to take it serious. And then it just led me all the way to Tech. And then right after our season was over, we played Duke in the Sweet 16. Uh, was going, I was doing the whole NBA route. 
but I wasn't really getting calls by like NBA teams. I was getting more overseas calls. And then the football coach at Tech called me, and he was like, "Hey, I'm just get, I've been getting a lot of calls from you for NFL teams that are wondering if you would do the switch." And the next thing you know, it I started to think about it, and then once I decided to take it serious, like two weeks, like a week, a week later, I ended up having a workout with the Browns. So what was that workout like? You come out to the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. What was that workout like for you? What did they put you through, and, and how did you think you did? Um, so I, I came out here. They flew me out like on a Sunday night, came in. Monday morning, went and did a physical. And then I just did, I, around in the afternoon, I came into the facility. They had me do like a regular like pro day, basically, run a 40, run a 5'10", 5, 5 did the lane jumps, and then after that I ran routes, and I did blocking right after. Marcus, when did when when these when this stuff first starts trickle, you know, trickling your way, and the information and the interest is there? What what is that like in inside your head of like, yeah, I think I can do this. When did that happen? When did you start to train? When did it start to be something you thought, man, maybe this is the path? Because someone of your basketball talents could absolutely play, whether it was in the league or overseas. I'm sure you still have options to do that if you wanted to. But what made you make this decision at this point? Um, so my sophomore year at my other school I went to, VCU, yeah. uh, I started to get, like, people was telling me, like, NFL teams was, like, already, like, interested in me because we had a, we had a player there. Uh, named Mo Ali Cox, who's the starting tight end yep. with the Colts, and sure. real, we're real, we're real close. And he did the switch. So then, like I think scouts started to see me over there, and like people was asking, like, would you consider it? And I thought it was way too early to do it because I still wanted to see where this basketball was going to pan out. And then next thing you know, as the years go on, more talk kept on coming about it. And then uh, right after the Duke game, that happened. And then once I decided to like fully commit it. I started to work out like a good, uh, I want to say a good week and a half before my workout. And then I came up here, did it, they signed me. And then now with the whole process, I feel like I'm going to just be, I'm a, I'm a hundred commit, hundred percent committed in this whole thing. I really want to make this work out because I've been actually having a lot of fun with it. So when you come up here, you do the workout, and Adam Alkael, the Browns assistant, director of pro personnel, he's the one who kind of presented the case to bring you in to Dan Sagany and Glenn Cook and Andrew Barry. They bring you in, and then he gets to tell you that you get a contract. And what was that moment like for you when, when he said, we're signing you and let you know what that actually meant, that you would be a part of the Cleveland Browns, obviously, this season going into training camp and not just back for rookie minicamp, but that the Browns signed you. They wanted to have you in their program. Um, it, when, so after I got done with the workout, I would say, like, I, after, like, 30 minutes, I, had, I was talking to them, and then it was like, oh, you're, they liked what they saw from me. They was just telling me stuff, and then it said, like, we would like to sign you. So in my mind, I thought, oh, okay, he's gonna, they're going to sign me to come in for a rookie mini camp because I had, I had two scheduled uh, – after that workout, I had two other rookie mini camps coming up that I was already committed to, to go to. And so I was like, oh, okay, he's going to sign me to a, to a rookie mini camp, and I got to do that. So I asked him, I was like, oh, you're, you got to sign me to a rookie mini camp, right? He was like, no, we're signing you to the roster. So then when he when that happened, I was like, I was like in shock. And then like, yeah. 
I I asked them. I was like, "Hey, do you guys care if I swear right now?" And I, and I was like, "I was like, I was like surprised. Like, like I've I thought like, oh, like I told my agent before I went there. Like, yeah, they're, I'm gonna make they're gonna offer me a contract. So I was like real confident. I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna be really good leading up to it. But then when they actually when they actually told me they're gonna offer me they're gonna give me a contract, it was like I was like, wow. It's an awesome story, yes, and you yeah. mentioned, you know, with Mo Ali Cox, and he's had, you know, some ups and downs in the sense that he was on a practice squad, he was waived a bunch of times, and now, you know, he's a guy who's, I think he's had six touchdowns the last couple of seasons, and they just signed him to a contract extension, so it's cool that you have somebody you know who's followed this path. What's kind of been the best piece of advice that he's given you, or, and I'm sure he's fired up for you to get this opportunity? Um, he just really told me, he was like, Physically, he's like, you're going to be straight with the physical part. He's like, it's just mostly, like, mental. Like, you like you really got to, like, I asked, I asked, I asked at some point, and he was like, I just, he just wouldn't all, he was all committed in the playbook because he was, like, coming, basically, me and him coming from basketball, we don't really know any sure. of football terminology, football schemes. So, like, compared to, like, someone that's been in college with football, been playing, they understand, they, they could pick it up because they understand it. To us, it's like a whole new language. It's a new language, so Absolutely. So he was like, you really just got to be committed to the uh, playbook. And then that's what I've just been doing. And then right now, since we're having this break until training camp, that's like one of my main goals is to uh, commit to the playbook. And then he also told me like uh, footwork and all that because it's all different footwork from basketball and football. So like he, the, the, the point is that he gave me, it really like helped me out coming in because I had a type of, I had like a good type of vision of what it was going to be like. But then once I came here, I was like, okay, and then, like, stuff started to pick up for me. So, basically, the stuff that he told me that was going to be a challenge that I would need to work on, it's stuff I've been focused on. Marcus, is there is it? Who do you do you watch film of guys? Are there are, are there guys you study? Guys in the league that you get tape on, and uh, oh, yeah. as you're trying to transition, who are, who? What do you do in, in, from that perspective? Um, the main person I watch is Gronk. Like, cause I look yeah. at like we're both tall and big. And like same kind of same body type, so I watch a lot of Gronk. Um, I like watching Kittle, Kelsey. Um, I really like I like I really watch any like really good any tight ends yeah. in the league, and I I really pay attention to like their footwork and stuff. Yeah, and you mentioned the footwork, and then and blocking's a part of it, right? It's one yeah, thing. And the, oh yeah, and the blocking. Like uh, Kittle, I watch Kittle because he's really good at blocking. Um, Kelsey, I watch because of his, his his footwork and all that, and then uh, Gronk, I just watch his overall, just watch what he does because that's what I'm trying to model my game like. Absolutely, from your mouth to God's ears, that would be tremendous for you and for this organization, obviously. You know, and you got a guy in your room, and David Njoku came into the league very young, had not played much tight end, really kind of started getting going in, in college, and yet he's become one of the better blockers. So you've got guys in your room that you can lean on as well. I do want to say this from being out there. You are a very natural catcher of the football, and I know that's one of the things they've talked about. You don't fight the ball at all. It looks like you've been catching a football a long time, and it's different than a basketball. Is that something that you worked really hard on kind of prior to coming out here and just how to catch it, how to high point, how to make kind of like that diamond, see the ball, the point of the ball come through there? Because at least to my, my eye anyway, it looks very natural to you catching a football. Oh, yeah. Um, but first, yeah. Um, the one you talk about, Njoku, at first, yeah, I also uh, – Njoku and Bryant and Miller and um, Johnny, they've been helping out a lot with me over here. And just, yeah. like, I think watching film, watching film way different than watching in person, like watching Harrison, how he runs, he blocks, watch, especially watching Njoku. 
like just how he run his catching, his blocking, I really pay attention to, and he's been helping me out with a lot of pointers, so that's been good. And then for the catching, um, I think I would say basketball would have to do some of like sure. do some of it, but um, when I started to work out, I remember my first day I was working out, I was going out catching, and like my trainer was saying like you they would expect to like a basketball player come to football have hard hands stone like they said stone hands and not like yeah. soft catches soft hands and he was like nah you just naturally catch yeah it. you do so like i think and then um when i went back to tech to work out with one of the qbs he was like yeah you just gotta work on technique and all that stuff but he's like you're catching is like and like he's like you're catching good like you just you look natural catching the ball and then what i look at it i just like really just focus on the ball and i just look at it, all right when the QB throws it to me, they're putting trust in me, so I need to make this catch. So that's how I just really look at it. For those of you out there who don't watch a lot of college basketball, one other factor in this, Marcus played it at VCU and then at Texas Tech, uh, and I'm sure he would corroborate this. Those are two of the most physical, toughest programs you can play at. I mean, Tech oh, is yeah. rugged. You guys are rugged at Tech. You were the last couple of years. This year, it's same as well. I mean, that is battles in the Big 12 and as rugged a conference and as rugged a style of play as you're going to find. Oh, yeah, definitely. Our uh, head coach at Tech, he he really was like, if you're not going to play defense and go all out, I don't want you. So that's what we really did was just play hard and just play defense over there in Tech because that's what they're known for. They're known for West Texas toughness, they, they say, over there. It's kind of ironic that the, the Big 12 in basketball is known as the physical tough division. And in football, I think there's more – Defense played in Big 12 basketball than yeah. in football. It feels, like, yeah. it feels that way. Oh, yeah. Um, Big, 12, Big 12 football, it's, it's really known for just high scoring and offense. Yeah, absolutely. Slinging it around the yard there. Has Did that, like, physicality help you? Has the physicality of the game at all surprised you? And I know you guys really haven't gotten into that. I'm probably sure you're looking forward to that in training camp, getting the pads on and, and actually playing some football. Is that something that you enjoy, the contact, the physicality, the ability to, you know, as a tight end, right? You do everything. That's why they say it is a position that can take some time because you need to know everything in the pass game and you need to know everything in the run game and be an extension of the offensive line at times. Do you like oh. that physicality? And is that something you're looking forward to putting the pads on and getting to actually feel that physicality? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, when, when, when I was younger and I used to play, everyone used to say I was just like physical. And then playing yeah. that, my, my position when I played in basketball, I was physical, but he's definitely not the same as football. I think – Honestly, like, I'm not really worried about the physicality part. Like, I already know, yeah. like, what I'm getting into for football. And, like, just so I know I'm going to go out there, just do what I got to do. I know I'm going to get hit, blocked, and all that. I'm going to be good with that. And I'm like, once I get the hang of it, I'm going to also get back to contact, and I'm, I'm going to hold my ground out there. And then just, I would just, so people people would come up and be like, oh, you ready for the, the boys be hitting in football? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's just. I didn't realize how mentally football was with the playbook. Like, that's the main thing at first that I'm really like, that's the main thing, the, the playbook. Yeah, and all the different checks you could have based on the defensive alignment and how a route could be this, but if they're lined up that way, you're running a different route and all the little things you need to worry about, blitz pickups, it's a ton. It is a ton to digest, and it's good that you're already diving in the playbook and that you got Mo Cox to kind of help guide you there and the players in your room and your, your position coach, T.C. McCartney. So you've got that there. What I want to ask you about real quick is I know the Browns went out to the Cavs facility the other day, and, and you know, you're coming in. You were a college basketball player at the highest level. Did Were you surprised at some of the skills some of the guys had 
uh, in that day at the Cavs? And do you feel like the Browns could put together a pretty formidable basketball team? Oh, yeah, they could put a really good basketball team. Um, Jacoby Brissett would be the three-point shooter. He ended up winning the whole Oh, thing. yeah, he was stroking it. But, um, um, you know, it was, I wasn't really surprised because, like, if you look at it, most of the guys on the, that play football, they ended up playing high school basketball or something. Sure. Or on their free time, they go, they, go, they go shoot around and stuff. So I wasn't really surprised with that. It was, but it was actually fun that we was able to go out there and do that. Were you gonna lock some people up? I feel like I feel like you would. Uh, thank you, brother. I feel like you'd lock some people, uh, lock some people up there. Between you, JOK was a was all state in high school. Yeah, JOK all state. Yeah. He says he's like oh, a yeah, Iguodala um, defensive guy. We was um some of the guys like some of the some of the defense and me um we was playing some ones down low face up in the post and Coach Levanti came by. He's like, hey, make sure you guys are careful over here. Don't go crazy. <laughs> so, like, we were having a nice friendly competition over there. Who was who was uh, who was who surprised you when you were down in the post with him? Who who was who caught your attention? Um, Curtis, he has he has some good moves. He has some good. He got me with some good fakes. Weave. Stuff. Yeah. He can move. Oh wow! All right. He has, okay. He has, some, he has some he has some good moves down there. So, and then um, uh, Chase he 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 went on a four score. He went he scored four straight on all of us in one. He had like the old man Wait moves down there. So. He played one game. He's like, yeah, I'm done. Chase, That's Chase it. Won. Go out on a high note, man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. right, after you he scored, he's like, right after he scored me for game point, he's like, yep, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> smart. That is Get smart. out while the getting's good. That's right. Marcus, will you, will you watch the draft tonight? The NBA draft is tonight. We'd be interested in that. Played a lot of the guys. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it because I know a couple – some of my friends are in there and then some of my teammates who I feel like they might get drafted. I told one of them, I was like, hey, if you guys get a contract from the Keith Cleveland Cavaliers, come down here. Let's go. That's oh, it. Could, I like could, it. That's we, beautiful. We could probably be we could probably be roommates. There it is. That's <laughs> right. So smart. I, so smart. I, so I'm hoping for one of them to come down here. But no, I'm happy for them. They all they all did a, they they all worked really hard to get to where they are right now. So I'm definitely going to be supporting them. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. Well, th this is going to be a fun jo voyage for you over the next couple of months. And, and once we get into camp, really great having you on today. Thanks for your time, pal. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Best of luck. All right, that's our tight end, Marcus Santos Silva, Best joining on the hotline there. Played at Texas Tech. That team was a full day, Coach. They, nobody wanted to play that team. I'm pretty sure they beat Kansas this year. I can't remember if it was in Allen when There's, the Jays were. It is amazing yeah, they had to me, squad. though, the defense. And I, I was thinking about some of the other teams that I watched in the tournament this year that played D out of the Big 12. When, and it's such a hard-nosed basketball conference. Well, Kansas is a, that, too. It's a good point out of you. Yeah, soft football conference. It's totally soft. But Kansas was physical. They won the national title. Like, did yeah. it not a single Big 12 defender get drafted in the first, like, three rounds or something this year? Well, Texas six. didn't have a single player like, get drafted. Well, yeah, but, and, Things are changing for well, the long yeah, Arch, Arch Manning. Bro. Well, they have two perfect quarterbacks now. Quinn Ewers is there and Arch Manning going to Texas. Unreal. By the way, in an era of – and, of course, he's getting the best Why possible advice. Why does he advice. choose Texas? I'll get to that. Okay. But the um, in an era of all of the show me, me, me stuff and recruiting, of course, he has perfect advisors in his family. Um, Arch Manning has – he has tweeted once in his life, and all it was is, I am committed to Texas with a picture of him in a Texas T-shirt. That's it. Yeah. That's his one tweet. There's no hat dance, nothing. Like, one tweet, that's it. Um, but he's also there. Texas, so there have been three, quote, perfect quarterback prospects in the 24-7 scouting rankings. Yeah. Texas had, in the last 20 years since they've been doing it, all of them went to Texas. Vince Young, Quinn Ewers, who went to Ohio State last year and then transferred to Texas, and now Archman. So you were – and when does Arch start? 
He's in his, going into his senior year of high school, so he'll start next so year. So yours has a year to play there? He's got, he's got, well, yeah, I don't, but they both won't be there next year. I'm sure yours will transfer again if he's. Sure. I mean, they both won't be there. I don't think next year. Well, so, right. And Arch ain't going anywhere. Like, he's not going to transfer. Like, the Mannings, I'd be shocked if he decommitted. Like, I think once he's in, he's in. Unless there's a coaching change. If there's a coaching change, it could be that case. That's in play. Uh, the reason he goes there, so tech, so first of all, they get a couple more years left in the Big 12, but their coach is Steve Sarkeesian. He was the offensive coordinator at Alabama Who's very when good. they had the success with Tua yeah. and all those guys. Sure. And so uh, I think that's it. I think it's a big gamble. I, to me, like for the Mannings, to, plus, I mean, it's a great town. Great town. All of, It's a bigger town, so it's not like it's going to be quite the microscope that he would be under if he was, you know, in Athens, Georgia, or Oxford, sure. Mississippi, or something I'm like surprised that. he wouldn't be in the SEC. Well, they will be. I mean, they're going to the, the SEC by 2024. Okay, so, so his, his second the, year. In his second year, they'll be okay. they'll start to transfer over. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, he's got to play three. He's got to be there three. So, yeah, he'll get a couple years of SEC play. And it's perfect for Texas because now he they can recruit he can recruit for them. They should be the t- they should yeah. have a top class. Yeah, they will. They'll, they'll be able to put that together. That's a massive get for them. You can't understate it. No. From 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 Steve Sarkeesian's standpoint, I mean, it's potential to be a job saver. Like, because the temperature on that would turn up pretty quickly there. Like, I mean, he's only been there a year, but, like, if he stacks a seven and five or whatever, do that a couple of years, you're gone. Um, so this has a chance, though, as we said. It's it's Alabama, it's Georgia, it's Ohio State, and then you have now a rotating fourth, right? Yeah. So it can be Clemson for a while. It's been Oklahoma LSU, for a while. Oklahoma, LSU. Yeah. Now it, it, it's going to be, at least for the next few years, Texas. And USC. Can they build it that fast in Texas? Because they can uh, recruit that quickly around him? Uh, no, not probably. Well, sort of. I mean, they've done a decent job in recruiting. The one to pay attention to is USC, too. Like, don't forget them. Because they had Caleb Williams, who was the number one quarterback last year at Oklahoma. He transferred with Lincoln Riley And the USC, receiver. And the receiver from Pitt, Pitt went there. And several other guys from OU. And they have a, a commitment from the number one dual threat quarterback in next year's class is going to USC. So USC could flip it pretty quickly, too. Yeah. But it, it takes years of, of recruiting on those lines to be able to – you have to have so much depth right. to beat Bama, to beat Georgia. I sure. really thought he was going to go to Bama. I thought it was going to be like a gift to the Mannings, to the to Saban. You know, like, I'm stunned that he picked Texas. Yeah. I think it's a bit of – I know that it was leaning that way, so there, maybe or, he just liked the town. And I mean, couldn't he have he – I feel like he could have gone to LSU too and brought them. Well, that's Brian Kelly though. So he like doesn't want any bozo, part of that. So I don't think he wanted any part of that. Because he's still there. Is he? He was from Louisiana. Yeah, he's New Orleans. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. he played at the same high school as his, as both brothers yeah. and his dad. They all played at that Isidore Newman School in New Orleans. Jeez. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it was. I, I think like a lot of people were hoping Ole Miss, but like Kiffin doesn't fit their like the Manning style. I don't think. Yeah. Um, Look at this dire wolf. Georgia had a lot of juice, for sure. Georgia had a lot of juice, and then it seemed like it was between Georgia and Texas. So. Ends up at Texas. Wow. You can get why you like it. I mean, that place is pretty cool. Yeah, I know a lot Texas of people is pretty cool in Texas and love yeah, it. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, we are broadcasting live here on the east bank of the flats at the ESPN Cleveland block party. Uh, we have all sorts of fun here. We have dunk tanks going on. Uh, Old Eck going in at 2.30. I get it. Is he in there now? I think he's already in. Did he go in already? Yep. I saw. It felt like Emmett was up there for 25 minutes. Yeah, I, I don't think Emmett – uh, went through his entire shift. Old excellent. Oh, There's also a, uh, a thing to our right right here. Crack the code for a chance to win 20,000. 20K? 20. 
thousand. Oldex already gone in once. I mean, he's already been in the yeah. water. He's got a tremendous patriotic swimsuit on. He does. He looks yeah. good. A little bit of a Kenny good. Powers vibe to Chris. Yeah, a little. Yeah, he's urged. He said, "Bring it on." Nobody's Bring it on. Dunking him. Um, and then Pumpkin hit at three. Fontana at three thirty. Um, and there you go. That's the uh, that's the immediate. Fontana was bartending when I got here. Where? Where? I don't know. It, one of these little booths. I felt. And like yet I don't see drinks in front of us. That's no, weird. I know. By the way, also you told you we, you said well, cheers to you, sir. Uh, we were also told uh, that that you would have food sorted out for us in short order. Nice. Here we sit well, at two twenty three. Nothing. Nothing happening. Nothing. Uh, we are hungry. presented by MGM Northfield Park, of course, and um, among so many others. And the proceeds for this event will benefit Muttley Crew Rescue, a volunteer foster rescue group based right here. You're going to need to get over there. I keep seeing pups taken out. I don't know. I'm going to go scout it. I'm going to go scout it, see if there's something. Can you imagine me just walking into the house with one with no prep? You'd be a hero. I'd be a hero to three, uh, a villain to one. Big hero, though. <laughs> yeah, that's how that would you, go. In your mind, you would be a hero. And then when you realized you didn't have the kennel and all the other essential things. That's what I'm saying. Like tonight I'd, becomes I'd be a, a pet land night in a hurry, like yeah. trying to – track all that stuff down yeah you gotta have plus i'm committed to the outdoor life of the dog that's so that's happening gonna be, you know that's yes it happening. is happening it's 100 percent happening those kids are not going to let you send that dog out at night to of course fend for itself he's a dog he's going to thrive out he's there he's not a cat no, he's, he's a, a dog. dog he's actually more equipped no not anymore dogs yeah no dogs. more soft yeah they're soft well, your kids not are gonna mine. want the dog. You, well, you say you, it's your responsibility. They gotta sleep in your room. No, they're not. I'm not putting dogs in rooms. Oh man, there's oh, zero yeah, chance yeah, that's happening. That dog's yeah. sleeping with boots. There's zero oh, chance. For sure. No, I mean, this is what I told them. I said, all right, because we do have on, in the walkout. You could, there's some tile okay. uh, that, that was laid down. I said, you know what? You want the dog can be inside right there. I'm gonna put a fence right there. The, the dog can be right in there. If you guys want to sleep with the dog, then you put your little beds down there and you sleep with the dog down there. But it ain't going up. The tough talk will end. I was gonna when say when the puppy it, shows what, up. This is one of those things, like so many things in life, that sound great in theory when you say them out loud, and then in practice are impossible to implement. Like me, I'm incredibly to trim stubborn. Down the number of grad parties I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I could help you with that in a hurry, Gibby. Well, yeah, yeah. just don't. I go. could sort that out for you in a matter of Trying. seconds. Um, all right, we'll have a little fun with the uh, with the NBA draft. It is tonight, and continue to have fun out here at the ESPN Cleveland Block Party on the east bank of the Flats. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Uh, it is great to be down here live doing Cleveland Browns Daily presented by MGM Northfield Park. Uh, all sorts of great partners on this. And, of course, all the proceeds from this event will benefit Muttley Crew Rescue, a volunteer foster rescue group based here in town. On on a day like this, like there's some there's some fine boats out here and oh, such. Oh yeah, it's um, a beautiful day to what get would, out on boats. What would what is your guys's favorite uh, warm day, cold beer snack? Warm day cold beer snack, tacos. What's he got there? Po boy, po boy. 
I li- what I do like about that is you, you have to be able to be mobile. I think that's a big part of it. You want to be able to be mobile. Yeah. The only issue with the taco is you have to be seated. Why? You're you not could, walking taco. walk with a taco. It's Get a the limited. walking taco. Put it in a bag of chips. That's a walking nacho. I don't even think and that's in the same that's food group, Fritos, quite frankly. Doritos? That's like, we're going that's back to that conversation. A, bag. Kids. A, bag of, a bag. bag of chips. Yeah. You just put the ground taco. beef in? Oh. The walking taco? No. It's fantastic. But I always want a taco. I know, which is why I'll never forget one of the most infamous conversations we had is how you were so personally affronted by my notion that I would choose Mexican cuisine as if I was to eat one cuisine for the rest of my life. You just couldn't believe it. It was incredulous to you that I would pick it. Yeah. I always like Mexican. I like it at breakfast. I like tacos all the time. There's, they have beef, everything, chicken, pork, whatever you need. They got it, fish. You can do it's all there. It's all there. Beans, well, I don't have beans. to eat that, though. No, I just feel like you would – I feel like that's – I feel like the diversity that you could get within the cuisine would run out quicker than you would want. Potentially. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I love it. It's, it's a yeah. revered cuisine in my, yeah. in my world. I, I have I trouble walking and so eating frank. tacos. I rescind it. My, 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 I rescind it. I rescind it. It's been rescinded. <laughs> you, the, one, the only thing I, – I always like whenever I've had tacos with you, which is several times and mostly in Indy, um, I do like how you're, you have no – We've f- eaten more food together not in this city. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well, that's a fact. Well, I don't know. We used to have lunch all the time back when we had before pre-COVID. No, I'm talking about like. Oh, out to dinner? Like a meal, yeah. I don't go like out to dinner. A real meal. Well, we're going to have transformative turkey. I'm we told. have transformative turkey. You're going to come over and swim in the pool, get some oh. shots up. It's oh, going to be fun. Um, I'm going to be like Bootsy for a day. <laughs> that's what I want to be. Just his a taller big, Bootsy. I'll tell you what. So his. So we do the t- games of 21, and then we play me and him against the other two. Yep. So. All he wants is to play around the world. Okay. Loves around the world. It's a great game. Loves it, right? So the other two can't stand it. Too boring for them? Yeah. And it takes a while. So what his his deal is, is he challenges every miss. No matter where he is, he challenges it. And that way – So, like, if you miss, you're supposed – you start over if you miss, unless if you – or you – like, once you miss, you can stay, choose to stay in one of the locations – and then that's fine. You'll pick up there when you yeah, shoot right. next. Or you can challenge it, and if you shoot again, you got to start back at the beginning. If you miss again. If you miss again, gotcha. you start back at the beginning. Okay. So his move is to challenge everything, and what that creates is us rebounding for him. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Yes. So then last night, I finally won. With, you got to play on an eight-foot rim. you got to play with a smaller ball, so you had to change your everything. So I finally win the thing, and he tries to, he tries to act like, well, we got to play to see who gets second. No, 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 we don't. In no, fact, the guy it. who's second furthest along, second. second. Get him a medal. Sold. Yeah, Sold. That's his act. By the way, do you guys play knockout together? I feel like knockout would be a fun game Here's for the problem with knockout. Are you doing knockout or are you doing knockout with bump? What is that? What do you mean by bump? <clears throat> knockout with bump is where you, you can, miss your shot, they miss theirs, you take your ball and you smoke no, their ball a thousand no, miles. That's, no, that is no place in society. That's a, yeah. It's, that's Speaks almost problem. like the beer pong where you can smack the ball. Yeah. yeah. No, forget it. No, pure. It's pure. Pure. Yeah. 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 yeah we could do that. Knockout's a great game. <clears throat> yeah. Gets it. Gets people fired up. Too. I don't have a problem with that. Get some tension. Get some a little pressure sweat shots, going. Get a little sweat. You, you know, speaking movement. of the beer pong, I somehow stumbled upon this this morning in my other occupation, and we <laughs> somebody said that we were they were somehow stumbled onto uh, drinking games when you were in college. Okay. And and. It just popped into my head this game that we played, which was called uh, the Moose Horn. Um, or maybe it was Bull Moose, but it was something to do with a moose. And you took an empty ice tray 
Okay. You took a quarter. Left side, one to six was give. Right side, one to six was take. Mm -hmm. Then there was a shot at the end. If you missed any of the thing, then you had to take the shot. Okay? That okay. was the way that it went. Okay. If you made it in the shot glass, you had to do moose, and the last one to do it had to be the end of the waterfall. Oof. Sounds dangerous. Waterfalls it was very dangerous. I was having a dangerous. hard time. So I was convinced this was only something that happened in Montana. But then I, as I was telling the story, there were several who said, no, no, we've played this game. I've never heard I've of it. I've never, never heard of it. Yeah. It's no. a win. It's a win. It's a good like time. I've taken ice cube trays when yeah. I was promotions director and lined them up down the, side, down the middle of a table. And you have teams of four. Yeah. And I filled the ice cube trays with beer. Yeah. And the person had a straw. Okay. Each person had a straw. And you had to do your tray, your side of the tray. Couldn't leave anything left. Next person. Next goes. It was a big relay race. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> this feels, yeah. your moose game feels more like a credit card roulette situation where you could just end up in a bad situation. That if you're, a, that if you're a bad one of the these end, guys, yeah. if you're bad at this, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah the it's water a real problem. You better end. get that rhythm. You got to get it? On that. Um, I remember that. I remember that very, very vividly. Um, we have the NBA draft tonight here in town. Um, okay. And yep. oh, I, get, you're good. Well, no, I know where we're headed. I know where you're headed. I've said that's it's, it's called what you call a big BTS is where we're headed. The NBA draft, the Cavs picking at 14. Could a another Akron kid be coming home? Potentially, could be a fit. We'll get into that and some of the rumors around the draft coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Look at that dog. He's cruising. Look at that dog right there, man. He's living his best life. He sleeps indoors. By the way, like this notion that like somehow the dog at, at my house is not going to live its best life outside in some sort of doghouse chalet. That's what's going to happen. Well, you can say that it's going to live its best life outside in your outside. chalet. Hold on. Dude, you can I, say I that grew up right. on the Ponderosa. We never had a dog in the house ever. You can say that right now. Give me a break. Come January, February, yeah. his yeah. best life is not lived outdoors. In the yes, city, it is. Please. He's actually quite comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. I, what if you get Frolicking a short, what if the, the dog is short hair? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to. Like, it'll be fine. That's why they, ha they have fur. They have a coat. <laughs> it's a whole idea. Let me tell you something. Sometimes when I'm on the sidelines, you think I'm getting a Mr. Bigglesworth? I need a lot. I need a lot more than a coat. Do you have fur? No, but I had a coat. No, but they there was fur. the fur in your mind. They have fur. Yeah, right. That's I the, get it. That's why it's yeah. there. And that's why huskies and Alaskan Malamutes look yeah. the way that they do. Right. That's not your run-of-the-mill Ohio dog. Are you getting? What is are a run-of-the-mill Ohio dog? I don't know. I think a nice boxer. I like a lab. A boxer. I'd really Chocolate like a boxer. Lab. A boxer is not living its best life outdoors. Not in the middle that. of winter. No, He'll sir. Be fine. No, sir. Not in the middle of winter. Maybe we'll do one of those things the in the garage Help. where he comes from inside to out. Help. Maybe that type of setup. We got the heated garage. He's, He's going to be with Bootsy. Give the kid some responsibility. Oh, Say, yeah, Bootsy, you've had a well. free pass. That'll go really well. For your whole life. You're the king of the world. Let's, we're going to teach you a Never little responsibility. Let me teach you about the bath authority. They can give you the bathroom of your dreams, and you can transform it for you in about a day. That, that custom bath will feel like a spa-like experience. You let them make it a reality for you to fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. Expert factory trained installers. Give them a call now. 500 bucks off your next custom.
custom bath or shower remodel. Call 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States, guys. Allows you to change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. If you need a tub to shower conversion, they can help with that too. Superior products, expert installers at 216-220-8399, bathauthority.com. Give them a call right now, 500 bucks off your next purchase. So this is a pretty interesting one. I this like is this. from our buddy Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Worst first-round draft misses in NBA history. First of all, I love the NBA draft. It was one of my absolute favorite things ever as a kid. Loved it. It was more – it felt like it was a bigger deal then because you were getting ready-made. Like you drafted Shaquille O'Neal, you're getting a dude. You drafted Alonzo Mourning, you drafted Larry Johnson, you're getting a dude. Yep. Um, it's not quite that anymore no. because you're projecting. You got Who knows what an 18-year-old is going to turn into – over the next, you know, three to five years. So it's a little harder. Um, in terms of these. That, and I that, like the criteria that he set out. So what was the criteria? So, you have a chance to vet yeah. this? The miss has to be within four picks of the player drafted. It's easy to look at a player's franchise miss that are way down the board. So somebody that was picked within four picks of the person they actually drafted and players that were drafted and then traded count for the point of this exercise. He said, so, and also the pick has to be within the first 14 picks in the first round. So what is a lottery pick? So these are their worst lottery picks ever, and the person that they could have taken was picked within four picks of that spot. Okay, number one I had in the moment. I already disagree with this assessment for the Hawks, though. I don't think that's the worst one. Go read. To, so their worst reading. one is Marvin Williams over Chris Paul that's what in he 2005. Says. Uh, I remember this one vividly. Okay. Absolutely vividly. Wasn't Marvin Williams, though, considered can't miss coming out of Carolina? He was pretty mercurial, though. He wasn't even, like, the dude on that team. Uh, yeah, they I were really good. Say, that was like the, I think that was the loaded. Sean May team, the yeah. Sean May, Rashad McCants team. Like, he was kind of like their fourth option. Like, he wasn't even the dude on that team. Okay. Are you going to say Luca? No. Because it has to be within four picks. Was Luca within four? On tr on they traded for each other. They traded, yeah. yeah. So that would be one. No, I'm I mean, gonna, that worked out for both. Look at the read first this. sentence. That's what I said. Read the first sentence. They drafted John Conkak ahead of Chris Mullen or Carl Malone. Like, no. that's oh, yeah. bigger to me than Marvin Williams over Chris Paul. Yeah. I think he's just going back and realizing not many people in 1985 remembered that. But, yes, if you read the first sentence, it would. Uh, do you remember Michael Smith over Tim Hardaway for the Celtics? I don't, but I remember Tim Hardaway quite well. Quite well. Uh, yeah. The Nets – He's got Dennis Hobson over Scottie Pippen. I'm not going to crush him for that. Hop was an absolute dude at Ohio State. Yep. And Pippen played at Central. And that's Arkansas. what he said, Ohio yep. State's all-time leading yeah, score. He was a dude. Um, the Hornets, again, I'll, I'll quibble with, with – he says the trading of Kobe Bryant. He, Kobe was not going to play there. Yeah. So that, that was just not – he they was got never going to play there. Dottie. Yeah. Um, the Bulls trading the Marcus Aldridge in 2006. I would say drafting – they took Eddie Curry and Tyson Chandler, like, both in the top three. Yeah. One year, the yeah. Bulls did. Um, Anthony Bennett. Can you believe that Anthony Bennett was the number one but pick But this is how bad that draft, bad draft was if Victor Oladipo was their best option. But he still would have been a pretty – he would have been a good player on this team. Who was – who's in that draft? 13. Like, Nobody. there's got to be a dude in this. Giannis. That we've <laughs> yeah, but that's like it. Nobody knew it. But Nobody like, knew it. And that yeah. was – he was picked what? But nobody – there wasn't anybody who had ever seen Anthony Bennett play when they picked him number one They could have picked Giannis. Yeah, and he fizzled great. out so quickly. Yeah, pretty good drop in there, Danny. Uh, Perkins over Sam Perkins over Barkley for okay. the Mavs. Yes, but like Perkins, Sam pretty Perkins good was coming out really and was player. I mean yeah. regarded yeah. as like can't miss. Yes, uh, the Nuggets with Rafe LaFrance over Vince Carter. That, I remember that. Like I watched a lot of Kansas of course, basketball. Vince Carter, yeah, yeah. All right, Pistons, this is I knew that one. was that was going to be. This is yep. a really bad one. Yep, yep. That's Darko, uh, Darko over. over Carmelo. 
Yep. Warriors, Joe Smith. No, nah, you can't I, do that either because Garnett was the first high school kid. He was the first one since, like, Moses Malone to come from straight from high school to the NBA. There were a lot of questions about Garnett. It was viewed as an incredible risk for the Timberwolves. And Joe Smith was considered the consensus he was a number dude. one guy out he of Maryland. Was he was a dude. Yeah. He was the ACC player of the year. Yeah. In a, in a, that was the stack house for Sheed Wallace, Carolina teams, and he was the ACC player of the year. Yeah. Didn't take. Who knows? Marcus Morris over Kawhi Leonard for the Rockets. Um, That's fine. Kawhi, wasn't there some injury thing with him? Like he had a didn't yep. have a ligament uh-huh. or something in his knee? I'm Indiana Pacers, Ricky Roby over Larry Bird. That's pretty unbelievable. I don't even know but who I Ricky believe Roby is. This, this allowed for – this was the time Red Auerbach took Bird before he was eligible. Yep. He took him going into his senior year at Indiana State, if memory serves. And so – this was a loophole that Red Auerbach, of course, got around. The Pacers could have taken him with the number one pick in 78. Right. Yeah. So that's that's exactly the, – the Celtics took him with the, the sixth pick. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, Danny Ferry over Glenn Rice for the Clippers in yeah. 1989. Ferry was so good coming out of Duke. Glenn Rice was good too, but Danny Ferry was – There's a bigger one here at the Lakers. Kenny Carr over Bernard King. They took – uh, Lonzo Ball over uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. That's a huge one. Well, hold on. Go back to the Clippers for a second. They took Michael Olawakandi ahead of Carter, Nowitzki, and Paul Pierce. Yeah. Michael Olawakandi at Pacific. Remember that? Yes. That feels like Big a man. bigger oh. miss to me. Hashim Thabit was a reach in the moment, too, when the Grizzlies yep. took him number one. Uh, James Harden, Hammer, though, James at Arizona Harden. State was not like it, it was. It would have like been this. hard to project that no. he would go on to be the James Harden that he is in the in the NFL. Miami Heat, Beasley over Kevin Love. Okay, Beasley was pretty well regarded, though. They thought the, this is a bad one for the Bucks. Trading Nowitzki to Dallas, they took a tractor trailer. Dunked on me. Yeah, that didn't dunk on you. That's right. Bucks also passed. This on is one of the all-time worst. Player ever they also passed on Paul Pierce. This next one's one of the worst. Minnesota Timberwolves, Johnny <laughs> Flynn over Steph Curry. From what Syracuse? They, they took. They took Rubio and Flynn. They, yep. they, they went took on a two whole point, thing guards of point guards, and not one of them wasn't Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. not great, not great. Uh, I, I can't. Help I don't you know either Pelicans one of these. One. Yep. Jordan Hill over DeRozan. Yeah, we're up against it. Yeah, we are anyway. I mean, the biggest. Who one do you want Portland the Trailblazers? Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Kings Marvin Bagley Marvin Bagley over, over Luca was a that was brutal for the Kings. Can you imagine if they had? Luca and De'Aaron Fox. Hold on a on second. Team. The Jazz had Dominique Wilkins? I didn't realize that. Utah made the right pick taking Wilkins. He wasn't happy with the selection. Utah caved by trading him for packs to include John Drew and Freeman Williams. Imagine if Utah could have Vince Ken- Wilkins and help was on his way. They got John Stockton in 84, Carl Malone in 85. They could have had Wilkins, Stockton, and the mailman. That would have been a squad. That would have been an absolute squad. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Cavs picking tonight at 14. I hope it's Malachi Branham, the kid from SVSM. That would be pretty sweet. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily live from the ESPN Cleveland Block Party in the East Bank of the Flats. Oh, it's been fun. It's been, a, it's been a fun afternoon. Great, perfect yes. day for it uh, out here. All sorts of fun activities. Team mascot, slider, whammer, chops, all in the mix. Uh, food, beer, seltzers, liquor for sale, field goal kicking, food trucks, crack the code, chance to win 20K 20 for grand. the first 500 participants on that. And, of course, everything here going for a good cause. Pumpkin head in the dunk tank? I think at 3 o'clock. That's happening, allegedly, yeah. yeah. Well, it'll benefit uh, Muttley Crew, a volunteer foster rescue group. 
based here in Cleveland. So get out here. Still plenty of time. There he is. There he is, in fact, ready to go. I was wondering if you were going to have the hat because I thought that could get dicey. That could get dicey. That could get very dicey, but no dice, no dice. Uh, have a, this is awesome for a great cause and great to see so many people out here. It's been fun to be out here uh, all afternoon, and uh, we'll continue to be throughout the evening. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. The next level is coming up next. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.